This is the Cultural Quarter of an Hour podcast and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we'll be looking at the culture all around us in Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. Some weeks I'll be visiting events and others I'll be hearing the stories of people who make this area what it is. When you think of culture... You might think of dusty museums, art galleries full of old paintings, or maybe people in ball gowns or posh suits playing violins. But actually, it's so much more than that. It's all around us. What a few days it's been for Stoke-on-Trent. On Friday, we found out the city was shortlisted for the UK City of Culture 2021. Now, we're up against places like Swansea, Paisley, Sunderland and Coventry. Social media went absolutely bonkers on Friday night and Stoke-on-Trent itself was trending on Twitter. Can you believe it? Well, I really hope we can show off our city and North Staffordshire as a result of this shortlisting because there is so much going on around here and there's so many people who've got such fantastic stories to tell. I hope I'll be able to help tell some of those stories. Maybe, just maybe show you a new side to Stoke-on-Trent and culture because Culture is everything we do and everywhere we go. It's the clothes we wear, the words we speak, the songs we sing, the sport we play, the telly we watch, the jobs we do, and of course, so, so much more. It is the arts, but it's also our lives. It's me, it's you. And that's something that was on show at Festival Stoke, which is where I visited on Sunday. What we're listening to right now is the Shady Parade. It is a part of the Festival Stoke, which has been going on this weekend, the weekend after the announcement that Stoke-on-Trent has been shortlisted for the City of Culture Awards. The Shady Parade is just one of the events that's run by the Cultural Sisters, just one of the artists here at Festival Stoke. I've been speaking to festival organiser Marg Hardcastle. Well, years ago, uh, a community here community organisation organised what we called family fun days and then after a few years I remember one dreary November evening we were sat in a community centre and thinking about what to do next year and I said let's do something different let's do the London Road Festival and people said what's the London Road Festival and I said I don't know but it sounds good and that is seriously how it came about but I envisaged something that was Still like a fun day in the community, but was starting to incorporate really good art and creative activities. Not just craft, but involving professional artists and professional artworks. And so let's, let's try to take people somewhere they've perhaps not been before, culturally. Why is it so important to, the, to have that element to it, rather than just being a, a fun day with fun rides or bits and bobs? Well, I think it's... I, I, I guess I'm the kind of person that always likes a bit of a new challenge and something a bit different. And so I probably think that that's quite good for other people too, to be taken a bit outside their... Not necessarily the comfort zone, but the, their sort of usual zone that they operate in. So let's let's find uh, let's present people with something new something different something that makes them go what's that about then or is that art i didn't know that was art but 
and it and it also stretches their imaginations and perhaps broadens their horizons and that I don't think that's a bad thing I think that's probably a good thing so that's why we did it and so what happened was that we tried it one year we worked with a local arts organization B Arts and that went quite well and we took a step back I took a step back and went hmm, I think we could do that next year so we actually applied to the Arts Council um, it was called London Road Festival it's now Festival Stoke and so from that Festival Stoke has become a collaboration in its own right involving different artists and arts organisations and yeah so we've kind of moved from a community event although some people would still think of this bit as the community event but we've moved into something that is an arts organisation in its own right Are you surprised of how far it's come along? I suppose I'm not surprised it, because it's been a, a progression. So each year we've added a bit and done a bit more. But I'm really pleased. It's exciting and I love doing it. And and I love... Uh, we, we've commissioned um, six artists or art, artist collaboratives this year. And we've been art, Arts Council funded. And they're creating new artworks and they're out and about in the town centre of Stoke. So... Yeah, I think that's great. I suppose we hadn't, yeah, if we'd gone back to the first meeting, we wouldn't have thought that was going to happen. But that's where we've got to. It's great. People often think that culture is this highfalutin, posh thing. Is that what. Do you get that kind of resistance to start with at all? I personally haven't come across that, although there are conversations about whether we use the word culture and how we present the art. Um, I think because the ethos has always been where ordinary people bump into great art and we've held on to that. And that's really not meant as an insult because the people of Stoke are extraordinary, aren't they? Not ordinary. But so... Because we put the art out on the streets where people come across it when they're going about their daily lives, I think that we have avoided that idea of, oh, you know, that sort of snobbery, it's it's in a gallery or I've got to pay to go to the theatre or something. But we've brought it into the streets where people are going about their daily lives. So I personally haven't encountered that view what reaction do you get from people on you know events like this but also for the stuff because this isn't just your only thing that you do is it this weekend no um this weekend is part of a month-long um program of activities there's the art stop venue which is something we came up with a couple of years ago was a pop-up venue but now it's also a permanent venue with, with arts organizations letting in the light and the cultural sisters um, so that's happening throughout July. There's workshops, creative workshops, two or three a week, which are free for people to join in. All sorts of different artists doing from poetry to uh, pottery to, I don't know, create, what, what do artists do? All sorts of artist things. Um, so they're happening as well. So it's, it's a month-long programme and this festival is at the heart of it. How has it changed your life? Ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. I so for me, um, I probably do less of what might be called community stuff, 
although I live in this community and it's it's my community and I'm part of the community and there is a community element but so moved into being an arts organiser and a, an events or, organiser and I, I love that I mean my background's in management and organising stuff so that fits nicely but and I get to work with a lot of great artists and I love that so that's that's been a really positive development for me when you look around and see everyone enjoying themselves today, what goes through your mind? I love it. I, I like to see people happy. I like to see them being uplifted and feeling positive. Um, I like to stay in the background when the events are on. That's where I'm happier being. And if other people like to be up the front announcing things, that's great too. But, I, yeah, so, f- so from the background, I love to look across and see people having a great time and new experiences and also different sectors of the community coming together so that's really important too is that we're building bridges and helping there to be this positive cultural vibe in our part of the city and we can see there's lots of references to um, Stoke-on-Trent being shortlisted for the City of Culture 2021 when did you hear the news and what went through your mind? A sense of assurance and, well, we all thought that was going to happen anyway. I think because it would have been... What would have been so surprising if Stoke hadn't got through this round? I mean, it's it's the, the um, proposal, the ideas that were coming out, the enthusiasm, the way that people are pulling together and the way the communities got behind it. We went to talk to the local car wash people and taxi people along the main road about putting up some artworks for the festival and the guys washing the cars were going, City of Culture, City of Culture, yes, great, and putting their thumbs up. And we were like, well, this is good. So I think, you know, I think it, it, it was, I was 99% sure, personally, I thought that was what was going to happen. Um it's great let's just keep the momentum going and build on it really because I think I've been in the city several years or over 30 years now and it just you know it's just a wonderful place with wonderful people who perhaps sell sell themselves short sometimes and so let's let's shout about Stoke and yeah recognize the creativity here So all sorts of things going on at Festival Stoke. It's not just artists painting lampshades. You've got musicians playing. You've got face painting. You've got a bouncy castle and ice cream. But most of all, you've got artists here in residence and people understanding a little bit more about how culture touches their lives every single day. And this is what we're going to be doing here at uh, the Cultural Quarter. We're just going to be examining culture in Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. This podcast is in part named after the cultural quarter in Hanley. Well, at least its name is inspired by it. We'll be spending some time there in the not-too-distant future, but it's not going to be our only focus. Don't worry, I'm going to be visiting the whole city, all of the six towns and beyond, in to North Staffordshire. So we'll go to places like Newcastle, I'll head over to the Moorlands, and who knows where we'll end up. I would love you to join me. Don't forget, you can download the podcast every Wednesday. If there's anything you think I should be talking about, get in touch. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at CQHpod. Or find me on Facebook. Go give our page a like. It's Cultural Quarter of an Hour. (laughs) 